0: Six. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, man. I don't to a podcast. I would like to put out a disclaimer. <laughs> I had nothing to do with the song selection here. This is all the co-hosts' for Oh wait, listen, listen. Selling
1: nine on the Oh, Saint Brick intro by the East Atlanta Santa Gucci Mane. Hello, I'm Marshall Ackles. The what? So. East Atlanta Santa. Good Lord. If you look, it's look. this album covers
0: the turn of if East Atlanta Santa. If I had Atlanta that Santa. guy coming down my chimney, I would be kind of terrified. <laughs> look at that picture. He's got a tattoo on his face. Where is that an Ice cream cone. All right, I we digress. Uh, that's in stream, Atlanta. You know what? Return of East Atlanta Santa
1: by Gucci Mane. Uh, yes. And why does all
0: the rednecks? If they saw him coming down their chimney,
1: what's gonna be a hate crime in the making. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm Marshall Michael, so this is Mr. Community. Welcome to Dorm Institute Podcast. It's finals week. So we are, you know, but our fans, our fans needed a podcast, so we could talk about Garrett Cole and Drew Locke. Uh, so we are in our busy schedule before we dive into study day
0: yes and you know we're were talking about study day we were discussing this beforehand i spent my study day wisely by watching the new movie the irishman yeah we get the biggest waste of time now no disclaimer like heading into this movie i was super excited it looked like a goodfellas reunion and goodfellas as marshall knows that's my favorite movie it's a good movie yeah. favorite movie of all time it's the ultimate guy movie it's like the perfect stand up set every scene fantastic well directed I'm like oh this is gonna be good and on top of that it's also got uh, um, the guy from The Godfather in it too Joe Pesci no not Joe Pesci uh, Robert De Niro no De Niro Al Pacino Al Pacino yeah so it's like it was gonna be great and it was a four hours of nothing yeah it was the biggest waste of time I've ever seen
1: yeah, I remember watching that, and my dad listens to podcast, shout out Mark, uh, but yeah, we watched it together, and my mom was actually there too, but she she fell asleep very quickly, which is not abnormal, she falls asleep very early in the night, so <laughs> the fact that she fell asleep was, like, not surprising at all. Yeah, we're always like, alright, who wants to watch TV? It's like 9pm, she's like, oh, I want to watch this, and then like, five minutes in, oh <sighs> She's out like a light. Uh, She'll man. do well at those
0: retirement homes, like the 4 o'clock dinners, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Sorry, Mom. We're not calling you old, but it is what it no, is. No, no. <laughs> we, we would never. Um, but And so my dad and I were watching it, and I remember like, I don't know what I... I actually, I didn't even know it, this movie was about What's His Nuts. Um, uh, Jimmy Hoffa? Jimmy Hoffa. I don't even know anything about Jimmy Hoffa going to this movie. I don't care. Some mob dude running for... Senator, he's running the unions, or yeah, the unions. I don't even know, dude. But yeah, I didn't even know what this movie's about. All I knew was it was like a mob movie mm-hmm. with like Robert De Niro in it and a bunch of Italian guys who, part of my language, say cocksucker every other sentence. But like, <laughs> very true. Yeah, and so like, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. It seems interesting, and a lot of buzz on Twitter was about it. So like, I'll watch it. It's a new movie. Oh, Martin Scorsese too. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, I can't yeah. go wrong there. Um, and I'm mean, like, halfway through, I found myself scrolling through Twitter looking at, like, soccer stats. Because I was like, I don't even know. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what the movie was supposed to be about. And I was like, this is just
0: boring. There could have been an hour that could have been cut out of it. Like, that movie's like the beginning of this podcast. There was a bunch of unnecessary scenes in there. Yeah, that and the people are probably
1: scrolling through Twitter right now because they
0: don't know what we're talking about. And I was a, I'm was a proud union man of Mariano's. I'm actually, R-worker's I skipped union. the union. UMD. I don't even know what the union's called anymore. So I, I, I was like, oh, I'll be invested with Jimmy Hopper. I wasn't. Yeah. No investment.
1: Yeah, they, 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 my honors came from my union membership, and I quit the That's job, right. So.
0: Speaking of investing, the Yankees just oh, invested a lot of money Three. Garrett Cole.
1: So yeah, Garrett Cole signed last night. It was actually funny because I got a notification saying that he's going to sign before the end of winter meetings. I was like, oh, I have to get in the, you know... The receipts on this one, if it doesn't happen. And like 30 minutes later, he is like, boom. Nine years, $324 million contract for the New York Yankees. Rumor has it that the White Sox offered him a three, nine-year, $324.1 million contract. It was all back a bunch of f- bonuses. But his fiance
0: is moving to New York or something <laughs> like that. She's a Giants fan. But yeah. The two biggest thing Well, the other story was, too, the Angels just stole their stadium. For less than uh, what Garrett Cole's contract was worth. Which is insane if you're looking at property value in LA. But I think. The big loser out of this had to be Jacob DeGrom. He was only signed for I think 150 million, Yeah. which is a bargain for the Mets if you're looking at it. Because I think he's a much better pitcher than. Oh, I, I would
1: take yeah, Jake DeGrom over. No,
0: if you're the Yankees, that's still gonna be a pretty good lineup, and you have yeah. money to spend, so yeah, it's not a bad Yankees. deal for him. But like the the last couple of years of that, and I think he has an opt out after the fourth, five, after five. Yeah, but if he goes the full nine years, which I don't know why he wouldn't, because he's getting paid all that much, thirty-six money. Like, million a year. You're gonna be eating a lot of bad money late so you better help you win the world series yeah. while you can because um, i believe he's
1: he's 28 right, right now so he'll be yeah. 37 all said and done 36 or 37 all said and done so that's where it's like i mean I, I i don't know baseball that well but i feel like any any you know besides a kicker you get past 35 you're not going to be worth it's hard. $36 million. Justin
0: Verlander is the outlier that he's gotten almost better with age, but usually pitching wise, you know, it's, yeah, it's exactly not, not how it works.
1: And, like, he can still be good, mm-hmm. but you're you're shelling out that kind of money for uh, 38, 37, 36, 35.
0: With what the Yankees are paying, Aaron Judge, um, John Carlos Stanton, and now Garrett Cole, they probably could have cured cancer with all that money. Exactly. But it's like, Jesus. It's
1: insane. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the Harper one. Last off season it was I will say I'm I'm so glad with how this is panning out because we already had when we talked about um, Yasmani Grandal, Didi Gregorius signed a one year deal with Angels so we already got there's some big players who are like oh and down. with the
0: Phillies he signed yeah Didi the Phillies said the Angels
1: oh yeah the Phillies the other Red team. uh and then we had um, Strasbourg, seven years, two hundred forty-five right. million dollars. And
0: Strasburg, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, and, and
1: so a lot of this stuff is paying out, which I like, because it's not. We're not doing this waiting game, because that was horrible last bad year. All, yeah, all I the agree. bad takes and the the mystery. Oh, the mystery team lost out on on another big free agent. I'm shocked. Scott Boris.
0: Garrett Cole doesn't surprise me that he was to New York though because he's from he's from L A. So obviously those teams were rumored in there, and New York, apparently, he rooted for growing up, and they yeah. were very quick moving and they had a lot of money to spend. So that move was not as shocking. The Didi Gregorius one, I really liked for the Phillies. I think that yeah, that was kind of lost out. That was
1: kind of lost because I mean Didi Gregorius, he had a lot of big impact plays last year, and so you know they they got a guy that they're going to need. But yeah, I mean the Yankees, they wanted their guy. They got their guy, they have the money to spend on the guy, and here we are. Will it bite him in the butt later on? Probably not, because of the Yankees, and they have a lot, a lot of money. The,
0: yeah, but, the Phillies yeah. are going to be interesting. Now, what got lost in the night was really the biggest news of all of Oh, yes, yes. The White Sox traded prospect Steel Walker for Nomar Mazzara. And now, if you're wondering who Nomar Mazzara is, you're not alone, because that's not Nicholas Castellanos yeah. or Ozuna, who the White Sox said they were going to get. Uh, instead it's a guy that hit two fifty and is below average defensively for the Rangers. Now, mind you, he did hit a five hundred foot home run off Ronaldo Lopez earlier last season, so I think the White Sox scouting saw that and <laughs> like, hey He's pretty good. <laughs> but from my, from what I've read and what I've seen about this guy, he looks like a left-handed version of Avi Garcia. And if that's their solution for the right field problem, then that's in some more typical White Sox bullshit where they're going to feed us the Rick Hunt. Oh, we belong. We have a seat at the table. Oh, we're going to be contending. Oh, yeah. this guy, you know, he's a, he's a great bargain price. Like, oh, give me that. You got money to spend. You're playing it cheap. Now, if he's a platoon option coming off the bench in right field and you still get a Castellanos by, like, DH and maybe switch him off, then fine, it's low risk, low reward, high reward signing. But if that's the everyday right fielder, which what they said right now, heading into the season as it stands, he would be. I don't like that trade one bit. Yeah, and I don't know. Doesn't yeah, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, Nick Castellanos is gonna is a dude
1: who's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see where he lands. A lot, it, I feel like he's just a general fit in any system. He is, and I would know? rather
0: have Castellanos in the White Sox than Azuna. Because I think Castellanos, one, he's used to the a, uh, AL Central. He's, he's used to be on a terrible
1: there. team in the AL Central, yes.
0: Yeah, he, uh, well, he's familiar with the division, and he historically mashes and guarantee right field. So uh, his splits the past three years have been very good there. So I think it would be a good fit for him, and they, we need the DH slash right fielder. But uh, there, you're right, there's a lot of teams that you could easily plug him in. And yeah, play, it'll right. be just, a,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about... I mean, stay tuned for more baseball. There's a lot Cubs of... Cubs thing, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I almost forgot. So that, well, there's one team who won't be signing anyone this offseason. You can take them out. They're not the mystery team. It's the Chicago Cubs. And I think one thing that has been very frustrating, this little rant I have after seeing earlier today, Jesse Rogers reported that a priority for this team... or I, It is not a priority this offseason for the Cubs to re, to extend Anthony Rizzo was two years left on this deal, which I think is the most non-story that you can think of. It's like, I, the the like it doesn't make any sense. Of course, they're not going to be talking about it right now. Look, winter meetings are short. It's a short time span. And the whole hubbub is Chris Bryant and Wilson Contreras being traded. On that point, I think anyone who's freaking out is freaking out over uh, Jed and Theo doing their job as a general manager of a major league sports team. You have to you have to weigh your options. Look at what you have. Look at what you need, and then you know maybe you can trade them. Even the Padres earlier, they said that they were looking to trade for Contreras. The were, reports were that they were trying to trade for for Contreras, but the the haul that the Cubs were demanding, quote unquote, was uh it was like unreasonable or it, it, insane. It's like I sure hope so. I hope we're not giving these guys away for. You no know, prospects that are not in the top, you know, fifty of them all. You know, it's it's not they, they, these guys aren't stupid. They build World Series teams, mm-hmm. they've won World Series with the teams that they've built, and if you want to say that they mismanaged Joe Madden or some of the other things, they should have signed Verlander. they shouldn't have signed Hugh Darvish. It's like, look, these guys know what they're doing, they're doing their due diligence, especially with Chris Bryant saying, Hey, he's gonna his contract's gonna be up soon. He's got an agent who likes the money, and we don't know if we have it. So we're gonna see if we can get some pieces mm-hmm. because we're still in our contention window and we need maybe starting pitching, maybe bullpen help, maybe outfield help, but we can't, you know, we can't just shell out a bunch of money to players who and put our stock in players who are gonna dip on us in two years. And so anyone who's freaking out, it's like, hey, we're not gonna trade Chris Bryant for some bum on the Rangers. Like they know what they're doing. And if they do trade him, I know that they'll they'll get a haul for him so that we can contend now, because it's what we got. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I
0: agree. And like, you wouldn't be—they're not doing their job if they're not taking calls. Exactly. That like, what good does that do for you? Like, oh, we're keeping them no matter what. Yeah. Like, you gotta take calls and see what the options are. And I also heard for Wilson Contreras, the asking price was ridiculous. Yeah, which it yeah. should be. Yeah. Like, if you're trading a good player like that, so I think, you know, not a Cubs fan, but I, I have no problem with what. Yeah, exactly. Is, you know, I wouldn't be upset if I was a Cubs fan either. Moving on, let's go college football really quick. Uh, yes, and last week, I expressed some concern that Utah would get in. Luckily, everything worked out. Or because they not good. <laughs> yeah, the correct teams made it. Now, I will say this. I think Oregon kind of got screwed because I respect teams that schedule tough non-conference games because college football is one of the few sports where the regular season really does matter, like every game. And they scheduled Oregon really early in the season. Uh, excuse me, not Oregon. Auburn really early in the yeah. season. And because they lost that game, because they beat Utah in the uh, –
1: the yeah. Pac 12 yeah.
0: championship, and they won pretty convincingly. And they only had two losses that year because one of them was to Oregon or Auburn, and they scheduled that top non conference game. That cost them a spot in the playoffs because if they were to play some cupcake and they were 11 and 1, they would be there right now, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of disheartening to see because I think they did deserve to get in. But they're in a New Year's 6 Bowl game, regardless. You take, but,
1: a, you take them over Oklahoma?
0: Uh, I, I would have. Um, yeah. If they were 11 and 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the four teams, the four correct teams, made it. They got yeah, it right. With, now, certain,
1: with the circumstances, early right,
0: odds uh, going for predictions to this. I know a lot of people are saying LSU because they beat Georgia pretty handily. It took them to the they, woodshed. Yeah, and they got the Heisman winner. Who's going to be the Heisman winner? And Joe Burrow, if he's. I think everyone agrees on that. Um, and uh, A lot of people are saying, that, hey, they're going to steamroll Oklahoma. I think this game is actually going to be a lot closer than people think, just for the simple fact that Georgia's offense isn't that good, so prop up their defense a little bit. And LSU's defense, really, they give up a lot of points. And Oklahoma has one of the best offenses in the country. They scored over 30 points in 12 of their thir- uh, 13 games this season. So they'll be able to keep up with them early. I think uh, LSU pulls away late and wins, but I think it's going to be a lot more competitive and closer than people think. But I do think I think they can keep it within 10 points of that one, but LSU is going to win. It's going to be a close one. Yeah, game and finish. I
1: can see that argument, but from my perspective, Joe Burrow is going gonna to have his way with this stinky, terrible, typical Big 12 defense. Oklahoma's defense, it stinks. Like, LSU can be, like, overrated, overhyped. Maybe they've given up some points to, God forbid, Alabama, but it's like, look— you know Oklahoma's defense, and defense is where it's really going to show out, especially yeah. when it comes down to crunch time. We see in the NFL all the time. I know it's college, but I mean Joe Burrow's been so good. And the one that really did it for me was look, Georgia's defense was good. It was yeah. a good SEC defense that was tough, and that is what the reason is that they were in that position to have a spot in the Big Four. But and and Joe Burrow. Just did whatever he wanted. Yeah, he did. The offensive line was fantastic. He had all the time in the world, and he could just do whatever he wanted on that field. And it showed because they were kicking the crap out of them after like a quarter and a half. So I mean, I agree that Jalen Hurts could potentially keep these guys in it, but I think when it really comes down to it, I, I think I, I mean I would take like a forty-three to twenty. You know, final score where it was close at half, kind of deal. I,
0: right, well, maybe. I do think, I will say Oklahoma's defense is better than it has been in years past. And that Big 12, now, that doesn't mean anything because it's yeah. Big 12. But in that Big 12 championship, they did a pretty nice job slowing down Baylor. Their defense was one of the stronger, strong suits. And Jalen Hurts is the only quarterback uh, so far in college football history to make the college football playoff with two different teams. So, I, mean, I don't know how, what that means, how much that means, I mean, you but could now, he's, play it all, he's a very good quarterback. Uh, As far as the other game goes, this game's going to be a war, you guys. Yeah, Ohio State State and Clemson. I think it's going to be a very good game. Clemson's kind of flying underneath the radar, but they haven't really played anyone. And I think uh, Ohio State's going to have the advantage in this because in the Big Ten Championship game, they faced a little adversity against Wisconsin. That Wisconsin team was no slouch. They were down at halftime. They did a nice job coming back, and I think that was the first game this year besides Penn State where they had kind of a little hiccup where they were, like, seriously challenged and they had to face some adversity where... Uh, Clemson really hasn't. They've yeah, played I down mean, the competition Virginia. a couple times, but like, yeah, they haven't played anyway. So I think uh, Ohio State's going to have the edge in this one. I think they win by a touchdown, but I think it's going to be a very, very yeah. good game. And I'll I say, you if,
1: if you're an NFL fan and you're a t- fan of a team that's not that great, this game is the one you want to watch because I, I would I would pay a lot. I, I put a lot of money that there is going to be multiple. Participants of this Oklahoma or this Ohio State Clemson game that I'll be playing on Sundays mm-hmm. in the future. Because, Chase Young is one Yeah, These, these are two guys. programs that like have consistently like made really they've they've turned out really good players in the NFL and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. But yeah, that's the game I'm looking forward to. I think I would I'm gonna take L S U beating uh, Ohio State. There's just something about L S U this year. That they look like, good. And I like just, Ed Orgeron too. As yeah. the head Coach. That guy. It's like everything. Everything's it. coming together for them with Burrow or at Coach O. You know, yeah,
0: I like right now. I like Ohio State now. LSU. They have played some real competition, yeah, and they won everything, and I think they were right to put him at the uh, one seed because the one seed this year in the playoff really does make a big difference, yeah. Because between one and two, your consolation to get getting the two seed is playing Clemson, which yeah. is the defending national champion. So uh, I'm glad LSU deserved to get the one seed, and I think we'll be in for a, this will be one of the better pl- college football playoffs we've had in yeah. a while. Let's move over to NFL. Big news was from Thursday night, Mitch Trubisky. First quarterback in NFL history. And I know you love this yeah, stat. so no, To such rush for over stat. 50 yards, throw for over th- uh, 30 attempts, for b- multiple touchdowns, and uh, what was it? It was some nip And wore a white
1: t shirt made by Nike. It was <laughs> some
0: made up garbage. Uh, what was that Trubisky stat? It was like completion percentage, rushing yards. He rushed for over 50 yards, multiple touchdowns, and threw, yeah, over, had over 75% completions percentage. First quarterback in NFL history to do so, so. Good for Mitch. And yeah. since week 12, he's been better. Not week Week 4. Week 4, he's been better than Tom Brady statistically. Yeah. More touchdown passes, higher completion percentage, and fewer picks. It's true. So. Uh,
1: moving that on, that on to that, what everyone thought was going to be the big game of the week. And this one, you know, I like to talk about him a lot. No shocker. Cowboys? You don't want to talk about Oh, cowboys. yeah, we can talk about Well, the Cowboys stink. Jason Gillard clapped.
0: Since yeah. I mean, like, it's like, dude. We're not the mainstream media. We don't give a crap about the Cowboys. They're, just a, they're just a not-good team yeah. who
1: will probably make the playoffs because they have a more not-good teams in their division. So <laughs> that's actually a good point. The fact that media keeps talking about these guys, what would you give Dak Prescott's grade? We don't do that with freaking Jared Goff and Mr. Trubisky, yeah. where they have a good supporting cast, but they're just not that good as a quarterback. I mean, look at all our teams... I mean, we talk about Dak Prescott more than like Aaron Rodgers this I year know, and it, Jimmy Garoppolo. He
0: was pretty bad that Bears yeah. game, and they were facing a Bears defense that was pretty decimated. They're missing Prince and they're missing Akeem Hicks, their best linebacker. Roquan Smith Torres Peck in the first and quarter. Trevathan's
1: been out for a while. Trevathan's been
0: out, and he's one of the big guys on that defense. So and they kind of got pushed around early in that. Yeah, he racked up some garbage and, and time. That,
1: yeah, fun. Dak Prescott's the king of like, like, like. For instance, they're talking about it because of course Skip Bayless. You know, got his fetish for Dak Prescott and giving him a contract extension for whatever reason. But this dude was like, he threw the most yards in the fourth quarter in, like, NFL history. It's like, do you think, do you seriously think anyone gives a rat's ass about how many yards he threw for the fourth quarter when it was a blowout and they weren't competitive? It's like, dude, shut up.
0: Tom Brady actually had a really interesting interview on uh, Fox before one of the pregame shows, where he was talking about like quarterbacks today, because the rule changes are all leaning towards the NFL, and you can't have to worry about like the receivers, like the helmet to helmet. The yeah. You he can get thrown out for targeting, where they'll just kind of like throw it up blindly. and don't have to like back in the because back in the day, he said like early in his career. Yeah. You hard can't leave you your quarterback, in a spot. You, yeah, your
1: receiver out to dry.
0: Well, yeah, you can't leave him out to dry. Where now you can just chuck it up, and you're gonna get 15 yards if he gets hit. So you well, know, or just like, a
1: PI call if There's mm-hmm. some hands going on. Right.
0: So like, it's not. It's kind of like lazier quarterbacking, and it takes some of the skill out of it because you don't have to place to be careful where you're placing the ball and you don't have to worry about getting hit as much. And I, I think I kind of agree with them because if you have Dan Marino in today's NFL, you know how many yards this guy would throw for?
1: Yeah, It'd be I insane. agree. would be insane. I like agree. a John Elwood. All
0: right. Well, we're moving on. With yeah, moving on. on. I
1: talk about him a lot, but for those of you, the big surprise this week is that Deshaun Watson got out by Drew Locke, mm-hmm. Then they lost. It was thirty-eight to twenty-four, but it was thirty-eight to ten entering the fourth quarter. It was a blowout, not a close game. Drew Locke, twenty-two for twenty-seven, three hundred nine yards, three touchdowns, with a pick. Uh, Sean Watson had a touchdown and two picks. Hey, look, I, I, I want to talk about the Broncos. I'm really excited about their future. One thing, uh, I'll pull up this stat real quick: uh, two hundred seventy-seven of the Broncos' three hundred nine receiving yards. So all but, what, like 30-some? And all of their 90 rushing yards came from first-year or second-year players, and they happened with a rookie QB. So if you're a Broncos fan, which I don't know if you are, except for my dad, the future's looking up. So, you know, watch out for them. But I think the big big thing here was the Texans. I'll read off this stat. Houston's loss was the biggest change in uh, playoff odds from last week. It cost Houston 21.1%. They're now more likely to win the wild card than the division, so that that could have been a huge player. Houston now has a sixty-six chance percent chance of getting in, while well, Tennessee has a seventy percent chance. was
0: glad I bought my Titan stock last. Yeah, week. exactly. Uh, he, the he Titans said look good, hell
1: baby. But yeah, this was a this was a game like you got a four eight Denver Broncos team, yep. you're at home, and you got their rookie cornerback who is not new. You have tape on him. Now it's only a week, but still, you know. And it's like the, the, the Denver Broncos are trending up, but they're no world beaters. And if you're going to be a Texans, you're going to be serious about getting your your guy, Deshaun Watson, who you have um, just starting out, and you want to get him like make the next steps. And you're you're not you're not he's not getting any younger kind of deal. Now, obviously, he's what third fourth year in the NFL. Yeah. But he, and, I mean, uptrend we see a lot is the the QBs on the rookie deals mm-hmm. where you can just cash out on all a bunch of players like you got to take if you got a good one now you got to take that but yeah going well, of so off of that
0: that's a really good point because Deshaun Watson and last week was the epitome I don't I don't put any of that on Deshaun really. oh yeah I, he's one of the few quarterbacks that consistently wins divisions despite having a head coach in Bill O'Brien that we don't really know is any good or not yeah like yeah, I don't know if it, and he has no offensive line. The offensive line is objectively terrible. Yeah. And so when you got no help, especially when you're on your rookie deal and they're not putting any help <laughs> around you, and that's tough as a quarterback. So I give him yeah. props just for keeping them in the division. But uh, And,
1: and so. if you look at their schedule, next week they're in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then they're in uh, Tampa Bay, which the Bucs, you know, they're no slouch. You never know what Jameis is going to do. And then they play the Titans again
0: James at is home. Weird, man. Yeah, yeah, they get, like, four touchdown passes. we will be like, wow. And then they'll, have, like, his three turnovers. And yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. But with Drew Locke, I will say he plays with confidence. And yeah, got he's a got a some swagger. He yeah, he does. A, he has a nice And with arm, these weapons, go um,
1: well. moving forward. But, yeah, yeah I they have- mean, they play the, the Texans play the Titans two times in the next three weeks. Does so, be he, big. you know, if... You know, you th- this is one game where it's like you can't really aff- you want that cushion because they're tied in the division race. So that that this division's got a lot more interesting,
0: and that shows the, the how valuable Deshaun Watson is because you have the Colts, who I think have a much better roster than the yeah, Texans all the way around. And you look at them right now; they're floundering because their quarterback is you know average. He's nothing special. He's yeah. not going to carry any victories. And they had a very devastating loss last week to Tampa Bay, a team that they probably should have beaten. Or yeah. if, you, if you put Deshaun Watson on that team, they're winning that division easily. They're the yeah. heavy Super Bowl favorite.
1: Yes. Uh, moving on, next game we got Ravens Bills, which I think panned out as at least I and a lot of people expected mm-hmm. it to. Bills got a great defense, so you know the, the the Ravens they scored 24 points. Lamar Jackson had three touchdowns, so he kind of balled out. But you know the, the Bills, as much as we especially, we kind of talked about how they're not they're not it, like they're not this contending team. Um, I remember I call them a fraud. I don't think that's necessarily true. I you think that was a little playoff game. Yeah, right? I, I think that was a little too harsh. I, I like this Bills team. Josh Allen. I mean, the whole seventeen for thirty-nine stat doesn't, you know, doesn't please me too much. One well, thing about interesting Josh Allen, he's never had a three hundred-yard passing game. That is interesting. Mitch Trubisky has had seven.
0: Yeah, and he's not very good. Mitch is the answer, baby. He's <laughs> back. Everyone's buying the Trubisky stock. And there's Lions, Vikings. Blah, that game was whole Bunch of nothing, same with the Redskins Packers. You want to talk about an underwhelming victory? Yeah, it was that. That offense is 20 to worse. 15, and honestly, Aaron Jones is like looking like the key to that offense. All of a sudden, no, day. I completely when Aaron agree. Jones is going well, the Packers are going well.
1: It, the, if you
0: take Devontae
1: Adams off this receiving core, it's terrible. Yeah, it's just very, very, very underwhelming and just not good. Uh, the big game, oh, yes, 49ers outlasted the Saints. Forty-eight to forty-six. That
0: was a fantastic
1: game. And the first thing I see when I pull up the stats is that Stephen A. Smith is still not ready to give me give Jimmy G, you know his his stock or Which whatever. I you don't know say. why
0: Jimmy G. He, he balled out. He was, out. Oh, he was fantastic. and he's been balling out. He made good throws when he needed to.
1: Yeah, four I against. And I will say for both of these teams, especially for the Saints, because the Niners are like, dang, we're riding high. We we. Outlasted that. Look, defenses. It's like, oh man, like maybe we'll be Obviously a little concerned about. Deal, yeah. Maybe a little concerned because we just gave up forty six points. But at the same time, both these teams are like, we we got what it takes.
0: Oh, those serious contenders. Yeah, that like was a we, heavyweight bout. Right like there.
1: the fact, like, and because it, it took a lot of fortitude for the Niners to win this football game. I will say it. I this is not my own opinion, but I agree with his opinion that I. Believe the most valuable non, most valuable offensive player that's not a quarterback is probably it might be George Kittle.
0: He's valuable. I he's, mean, well,
1: she, well, maybe besides running backs too. Oh, I mean, even running backs—you don't see a guy like carrying a team. And, pretty, pretty that's pretty fair. That's it. fair.
0: Well, Kittle—they were still winning without him. But I agree, Kittle's—he's the best tight end in the NFL he's right now. He's a beast. He is so good. That uh, the other thing—I mean, this game had the feel of like the Chiefs. Uh, um, Rams. Rams game from last yeah. year where it was like the last team to get the ball you had a feeling was going to win. Drew yeah. Brees, man five touchdowns with, uh, yeah, s- said rushing touchdown two to make it six in the day. Yeah. Well, the other funny thing was about this uh, this game was the Saints inexplicably went for two in the first quarter after a yeah. touchdown. And what do you know they ended up losing by two with that extra point could have been big and Sean Payton when he was at a Whole Foods, one of the meat guys behind there uh, brought it up, and Sean Payne wasn't too happy. He was like, really? why don't you just worry about your freaking meat? As a quote.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. Another interesting stat, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he threw a touchdown in this game. He did. He is 3-for-3 three three with three touchdowns in his NFL career.
0: What a stud.
1: He was the only player last year. It was actually a trivia question I asked you on the podcast. It was a trivia... He, he, the only, he, was, the only, he was one of two players, one or two, he might have been the only one, to throw... Catch and run for a touchdown last year. There you go. Yeah, good for him. But yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, I think both these teams. You, the Saints, it's like ah, too bad. We're ten and three. We lost this game, but we're probably going to be the number one seed. Hopefully, number one seed, and uh, we can we can run it with mm-hmm. the big dogs. You know, uh, they might be one of the most complete teams in the NFL right now.
0: I would uh, I would say so.
1: And I will say what I think is really really cool about the nfl this year is that a lot of the good teams and especially the good quarterbacks are very likable yeah the drew Brees and the saints jimmy g you got lamar jackson you can't not like lamar jackson Jackson. yeah even like the bills you like you you gotta like you gotta like the bills patrick mahomes you can't dislike pat but Mm -hmm. he does put ketchup on a steak but we'll forgive him for that. But yeah, it's like, you know, these are these are two likable teams. So He's just, a
0: very bad actor. I don't know if you've seen any of his
1: Yeah, the State Farmers. Another guy
0: with commercials. And a quarterback that's not so likable, the Cleveland Browns. And they yes. played the Bengals and they won. But, you know, it's Cleveland, so there has to be some sort of circus coming out of there. <laughs> this week it was Odell Beckham was reportedly telling people that he wants out of Cleveland, like, hey, get me out of here. I can't stand it. And then he was apparently playing with a uh, sports hernia throughout the season, which is very, very painful, and Baker Mayfield asked about it in the press, post-game press conference, and he said the Cleveland Brown medical, school, medical staff uh, didn't handle that properly. Well, that's probably not too smart to say as a quarterback because medical staff and the training staff are supposed to be your friends there, yeah. and there's reports from Jay Glazer that he's losing the locker room a little bit. You him know, backtrack yeah. that statement, but um, even in a win, they're still creating headlines. Yeah. It is and a it, zoo it, there. It, it, it,
1: I think one thing that's interesting, Odell Beckham Jr., I feel like we hold him to a different standard than a lot of athletes, because he's had so many issues, and we still highly regard him as like, you know, we kind of forget about his Giants issues, because we, we didn't like the Giants, no one liked the Giants, we knew yeah. they were dysfunctional, so it's like, oh, it's just, you know, product of the bad system he's in, and I guess you could say the same against the, against the Browns, but it's like, hey, When was the last time OBJ has been a truly dominant receiver for him to get this much respect from us, the media, and other players? Uh, I mean, you look at him and Jarvis Landry, and they just look like, you know, two...
0: Uh, above-average
1: receivers. He's a great
0: talent, but if you take away that one-handed catch in that Monday night game, would he be as popular as he is? No, I mean, he's really not. There's more bad storylines that come out with Odell Beckham than good ones. You had the boat thing with the playoffs. You had the cocaine thing with the pizza and the hooker in Paris or whatever that was. You have the watch issue. You got this
1: now. It's just, yeah, that's one thing where it's like, Guys, it, you're playing the Bengals. Let's just get a win, put it, one in the win column, and just forget this game ever happened. Yeah. Because it's the Bengals, and no one cares. Um
0: Plowing ahead. Uh, we Panthers go. got smacked by the Falcons, and that was for Ron Rivera. I heard he was very popular within that locker room. And I think that was a very disheartened team watching and was like... Yeah. No, that team played with no heart. Uh, yeah,
1: and that's where it's like, dude, like, why are you firing a midseason? Like, that was just stupid. Fin- finish out the
0: season with your coach who oh, got her... you
1: to a dang Super Bowl with a rock. Like, they haven't been good before that or since that, you know?
0: Yeah. Wanted to get a jump on the coaching search, I guess, but I don't know how big of an advantage that'll be. Dolphins-Jets, there's a lot of field goals right there. The Jets barely pulled one out. Who cares? <laughs> uh,
1: the Chiefs-Patriots, speaking yes. of a pretty pretty boring game. To that know. was a it's good pretty, game. Well, the Roughs made it a good game.
0: Well, I will say this. I was more impressed by the Saints' loss than I was by the Chiefs' win. Yeah, I yeah, agree with like, that. They played better in a loss because the, the Chiefs, that's been, they, they got very lucky in that game. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots scored a touchdown. The rest said he was out of bounds. Upon replay, he was clearly inbounds, but they didn't have a challenge for it. Yeah, So they kind of got hosed there. And I'm going to there
1: was the fumble. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, oh, the fumble. yeah, the big one was recovery, the Travis recovery, Kelsey. Kelsey yeah. and, and I will say it's unfortunate because from the refs' perspective, how many freaking times does this have to happen where a clear fumble recovery touchdown would have happened? You just let it happen. It's a scoring play. You're going to review it regardless of whatever the coaches say or booth review. You're going to review it. Let the freaking play happen. We see this with soccer all the time. Reach. Let the player shoot the ball in the net, and if it's offsides, we'll go back and we'll take a look at it. I know we can call it dead. Call an incomplete pass. You're influencing the outcome of the game. But then again, this happened to the Jaguars... Two years ago in a playoff game against the Patriots. So if you're from New England or the greater Boston area, no one in the universe feels bad for you. So many teams have been the products of the Patriots getting some nice calls. We got the tuck rule. We have even last year that roughing the passer call. Where the Chiefs defensive end grays Brady. Tom Brady's yeah. nose hairs, and you got a 15 yard automatic first down. It's like, save me the drama and the cry. Every, it happens every team. Don't give me that. You scored 16 points. Your offense hasn't looked good. Mediocre Shouldn't at best.
0: Josh Gordon there. Exactly.
1: Like, like, look, this Patriots team. I'm not going to sit here and say it's over. Tom Brady's retiring. He and Belichick hate each other because we've said that before. And then they won a Super Bowl. So I'm not going to sit here and say that. But at the same time, like, do you do you, like if you're if you're a top contending team, are you scared of the Patriots at all?
0: Not right now. No, absolutely I not. Threat. The offense looks lethargic out there. Yeah, we'll say though. Tom Brady, mobile quarterback. Yeah, with well, that, 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 that first down? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, it was a burst of slowness if I've ever seen it. It was like <laughs> watching mud slide uphill, uh, Chargers, Jaguars. Nothing really interesting from here because both teams are out of it, except I don't know if you saw Philip Rivers trending. 90 bigger. yard. Touchdown! That was like if Will Ferrell was a quarterback mic'd up. I feel like that's what he would sound like. Yeah. Uh, that was just weird. That was weird. It's like, okay, dude. He's like yelling in the guy's ear like also, some sort of Also, the
1: Jaguars guy like knocked him down and immediately
0: gave him a hand up. Yeah. He was pretty nice. This is why their defense stinks. They're too yeah. nice. There you go. Uh, Titans dominated the Raiders, and we talked about that. They've looked good these past couple yeah. weeks. Uh, Tannehill has been phenomenal, and he's going to get a contract extension with them. Uh, Steelers, Cardinals, Duck Hodges led the Steelers past the Cardinals. Mike Tomlin, Coach of the Year over there. Yeah. Uh, Rams, Seahawks. Rams, nice win. Nice win at home. Yeah, that, they, at home? they have caught fire.
1: Uh, and they, 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 and we'll, I'll talk about this game first. but the Seahawks... Um, it was, it was a close game. The Seahawks had their chances. There was just a lot of like little things that they didn't do very yeah. well. Um, like turnovers, missed field goals, missed opportunities, 4000 not converted, stuff like that. Um, I'll say this is the first time in a while that I've been impressed by the Rams defense. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because the Seahawks offensive line sucks. They sacked him like 80 times. Yeah. But like that was good. Yeah, exactly. But it's <laughs> just to go back to our cow- our Cowboy point why everyone talks about the Cowboys? I, I had to watch a whole. I didn't have to watch it, but I watched a whole freaking segment of like, oh, of course, this the the Rams caught fire just before they played the Cowboys. I'm like, dude, they, they're gonna beat the Cowboys anyways. One good one team is good, one team isn't. But yeah, I mean, Jared Goff, he's figure, he looks like he's caught his stride a little bit. Uh, they've got uh, Robert Woods back, so that's huge. Got his first touchdown. Uh, good for them. with some
0: confidence. Finally, the Eagles and Giants. and It went to overtime, but that was another <laughs> ugly game. Eli Manning turned back the clock a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, He made some nice throws. Offense really couldn't do anything in the second half, and all of a sudden the Eagles decided to score some points late in the fourth quarter. Tie things yeah. up, and then in overtime, it's like a brand new offense. But you want to talk about bad receiving cores. The Patriots think they have it bad. At least they have Edelman. Yeah, and Alshon Jeffrey got hurt. Now, this team has no one. Yeah, They got zipped.
1: Yeah. Uh, moving forward to next week, looking at the schedule. Besides the Texans-Titans game, which we already
0: talked about, and I guess you could say Bears-Packers preview. A little we'll, we'll rapid fire. Them. Yeah, rapid Reds, fire. Ravens. Blah, you want to watch the Sam
1: Darnold uh, is going to kiss someone and get mono. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is pretty dope. They're going to run all of them. Chiefs-Broncos. Big one. That'll be interesting. Big big one for Drew Locke See what he's all about. The Chiefs, you know, got to win games. They're not getting any better. Uh, Damn, you want to get
0: that seating there. Yeah, Bears Packers Bears season on the line right here. If they can win this, then all of a sudden you're that's eight and it, six. It's yeah. Interesting. They but can it,
1: have an interesting first round exit. You need the
0: like the Rams and Bears are not out of this. Now the Rams obviously have a little bit. They're in a little bit of better position because they have the tiebreaker over the Bears, and I think the schedule is a lot easier where the Bears yeah. have to go to Green Bay, then they have the Chiefs at home, and they have to go to Minnesota. So yeah. that's an uphill climb, but that's a big game right there. And I think the Bears can win this one because Trubisky's trying to find his stride, and Aaron Rodgers in that offense has not looked great. Pats, bangles, what do you what do you think about this
1: there. whole filming scandal?
0: Yes, that's typical Patriots bullshit. The
1: Patriots cheating?
0: Why are you wasting film on the Bengals? They stink! If you're gonna cheat, then cheat on some other good team. Yeah, like you should have been cheating
1: against the Chiefs, Don't not the Bengals. Boo. Uh, but gosh. also, it's, it's funny. It's because it's like this is another thing. Or even if it was like a misunderstanding, and that filming something for like a, a document I don't even know what they were filming for but they just accidentally were filming the play calls yeah, accidentally yeah exactly it's like dude even if you're innocent, no one freaking feels bad for no you cuz you. you cheat all the time dude but also it's like she gets the Bengals Bill you, you
0: need help against the freaking the, Bengals dual Zach Taylor the young mind yeah
1: exactly but yeah i don't know it's weird the
0: Sea Dogs Panthers ugh. <laughs> Texans Titans Hmm, interesting game. Go Titans, yeah, baby! Game, I mean, yeah. Go Ryan Tannehill. Buy that stock. Oh my God, this is horrible. The want a Dolphins, bad game? Giants. Dolphins, Giants, Giants. That is horrible. I'm gonna vomit. Redskins, Eagles. That'll be another very ugly one. <laughs> that's gonna. Um, that's
1: gonna be like a 12 to 15 Eagles win. A lot of like a red Bad th-
0: games this week. Buccaneers lines. You want to turnover fest? Turn that <laughs> one.
1: Jaguars, Raiders. Two of the most unesthetically pleasing teams in the NFL.
0: Uniform wise, the Jaguars don't have cool uniforms. Yeah. I don't like them. Uh, Speaking of
1: bad uniforms, we got the Browns and the Cardinals.
0: Either. Browns, dude. It's just orange. They'll actually, I'm actually am looking forward to that. That'll be interesting. Kyler Murray facing uh, off uh, against Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Uh, a little bit of story. Oh, yeah, way.
1: they both went to Oklahoma.
0: We'll see. And I think Kyler's better than Baker. There you go. Uh, so we'll see. That should be an interesting one. I think Drew Locke's better than Browns Baker. Browns need to win. Uh, Vikings, Chargers, you know, go Chargers. I hope they win. They probably won't. Rams,
1: Cowboys, oh, my goodness.
0: That to be. A Dak good
1: Prescott, game. dude, I I don't know. I don't know how you can buy Dak Prescott's stock at these days.
0: Yeah, He just hasn't a shown impressed. anything good. 49ers will steamroll the Falcons probably, but you never know cuz the Falcons beat the Saints. so I don't know what the hell to think anymore. <laughs> um, uh, Bills Steelers, that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. Two nice uniforms. Aesthetically that pleasing. That is true. I do watch. like
1: the Bills uniforms. Uniform watch. They
0: got a good logo too. Uh, they're, they're sharp. The you know who has
1: like you sharp. know who has bad uniforms?
0: Who?
1: Panthers, I don't like I them. Like you know what? You like them.
0: I do. I like their white ones a lot better than their black. Their, yeah, that's their, their white ones are cool. And then finally, cold stance Monday night,
1: dude. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Well, Teddy Bridgewater. Not Bridgewater. Not Bridgewater. No. Uh, what's his name? Jacoby. Oh, you think all the brisket. black quarterbacks? I know. <laughs> hey, for those of you out there. Well, I'm gonna ask a question. You can Snapchat me or text me what you think if you listen to this. Because so, I know, so, yeah, yeah. So, this will be our test. A lot of YouTubers right. do this. You're still listening in the in the uh, 40th, 40th minute. minute. Respond to this. What's your face? Mitch Kaminsky thinks Drake and J. No, Cole no, look no, similar. That
0: was a misunderstanding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He, he, no. He did. no, no. Yeah. no he no, said no, Drake no. and J. Cole look similar. If Drake and from the picture, if he had dreads, he kind of looked <laughs> very similar. And I had someone back me up on this. Speaking Who? of Jacoby Brissett, Who? Big Jake. No, well, big Jake's a moron.
1: He's a blithering idiot. Love you, and big don't Jake. Don't disrespect
0: Big Jake like that. He's, He's probably, probably downstairs. Speaking of Jacoby Brissett, though, and I gotta maybe I'll put this on the Twitter or something. We were at the Colts game. They had like the hand sizes. Look at the size of his hand. He's got a mammoth hand. Then that I just big had hand. tiny hands. Look at my tiny hand compared to that. You have tiny hands, dude. I do have tiny hands. You know <laughs> what they say about tiny hands? tiny feet you know what they say about tiny feet you can't tiny toes as fast. yeah well that too
1: if you got you got to have big hands to play the bass that's what i learned i have pretty big hands
0: i don't well, let's see yeah yeah my hands yeah. are bigger No, they're like yeah they're pudgier but the sets are like pudgier it's the same length mine is thicker you get, you got more muscular fingers that's right. Can you
1: work muscles out on fingers?
0: Yeah, I think you can. Well, well, there's this guy, you there's this guy on, like, your, tip, your,
1: your uh, tip, What's tiptoes but for fingers? Finger? The, tip fingers? I don't know. Tiptoes, tip fingers? Finger you know, tip. you spread them oh, out like yeah. webbing?
0: There's this guy at our middle school, Kevin, uh, Kevin Riley. He used Oh, to play the this crazy game. kid. <laughs> yes. He used to play this game Finger Physics. What? Yeah, it'd be like, twiddle your thumbs. Twiddle them faster. And then it'd be like the science behind it or some bullshit like that. I bet mean, I could build some. Some he's muscles. weird, dude. Does he listen
1: to the podcast?
0: I think he's listened to one, maybe I two. Probably not anymore.
1: Oh, and also, if you're listening, uh, and you if you texted me that this podcast was your number one podcast on Spotify, uh, maybe you can come on the air on the guest appearance.
0: Well, you want me to leave with you, you guys with a treat? This reminded me because the Wheaton Bradley hockey played. Uh, Wheaton, Wheaton College. College, but this reminded me the of a Wheaties. call I had on the air, and I think it's funny, and we'll leave you with this call. All right, so here, here we go. It's uh, Bradley was playing Aurora. The only reason I thought of this because Kevin goes to Wheaton College and they play Wheaton College. But this and is a we funny hate call. Wheaton College on the spot. You yes. can tell me what you think. Here it is. Chris flood's gonna now take the draw for the brave. Oh wait, he will win the draw. Oh boo! Hold up. Honda tries to get it. He can never. Dubs it off to Sipra. Sipra fires he scores! Another goal! All oh, the humanity of it! They pack on another one. They are now up by six. It is eight to 8-2. Four minutes, 55 seconds remaining in this bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> the was on real jackassery on the air if I've ever heard it. Yes. It was Speaking a of day.
1: jackassery, I'm going to go back to playing oh, so St. Brick so Intro so by Gucci Mane <laughs> Man as we end this podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, We got finals, and we're gonna do we're gonna do, we're gonna maybe get some guests on the air. So stay tuned. That's right. Stay tuned. We got a hot Jewish chick. Um, Potentially. Potentially. uh, Some scrawny losers in some fraternity and another guy who kind of knows about hockey and some of the bums I know from back home. We both know from back home. Yes. They may or may not be on, but uh, that's all we got. You can be on too,
0: potentially. Yeah, you can be on too. You said if you were a
1: number one podcast. Maybe you can make a guest appearance and talk about why Drew Hawk is so good and win the Looking Super at you, MVP, Mr. Mr. All right, that's that on that. Go Cubs, go Broncos. The White Sox are good. Yes, sir. Uh, see you next time. Good, wish us luck on our finals.